During the revolution that would eventually culminate in the unification of Italy, an aristocratic Sicilian family goes through several personal upheavals while finding their place in the new order. Prince Don Fabrizio Salina particularly feels the change in his role, but does not fight it. While he is sad about what will be lost, he strongly believes that this is a normal progression of life. This is my Cinematic Bucket List, and I'm your host, Valerie Higgs. I know very little about Italian history aside from the Roman Empire and Mussolini. There's a lot of ground between the two. I also know very little, actually, I knew nothing about the 1963 movie coming in at number 93 on the British Film Institute list, The Leopard, starring Burt Lancaster. It turns out this film is set during the revolution that would eventually unify Italy under the red, white, and green flag we are so familiar with today. Another three-hour film, director Lucino Visconti put together a sprawling period drama with all of the trimmings. And this is my introduction to this director. I looked at his list of directed films and noticed I really didn't see any of them. I started watching The Leopard on the Acela train while on the way to spend a few days with my mom, and I finished it the second half the next night with her. She watched with me. We talked during that viewing of the second half, but it wasn't about other things. It was mainly about what was happening in the film. Don't worry. I usually do not talk during the movies. (laughs) especially in the theater. But I think my mom was enjoying it as much as I was, and there really wasn't that much dialogue during the last third of the film. I was never really a huge fan of Burt Lancaster. I really didn't see a lot of his stuff anyway, but I was also influenced by my mom's taste. There were some popular stars that she didn't care for, and Burt Lancaster was one of them. I saw Trapeze when I was a kid, and I don't remember much about it. But of course, I also saw From Here to Eternity, which I really loved. I need to see that picture again. I'm glad that The Leopard was the Burt Lancaster movie I specifically had to pay attention to because he was really wonderful. In his first scene, I was like, yeah, that's how I would expect him to act. But midway through the movie, and particularly toward the end, I was right there with him. I will say that it was kind of funny and weird for me that everyone was talking in Italian except Bert, who was dubbed. I'm used to it being the other way around, and I'm thinking particularly about Once Upon a Time in the West, which also both movies starred the gorgeous and engaging Claudia Cardinale, who played the prince's goddaughter, and fiancé to the prince's nephew, played by Alain Delon. Claudia is another actress that I've been sleeping on. I really loved her as a kid as the princess in the Pink Panther. And this was before I even knew who she was. And she was as wonderful in this, the leopard, as I've ever seen her. I have noticed that there are actors that are moderately famous that I have never seen one film of, (laughs) which I find fascinating. Thousands of movies with actors I've heard of, but managed never to see even one movie they were in. Elaine Delon is one of those actors. I think at best I might have seen him in Zorro on a Saturday afternoon on television, but there were so many Zorro movies out, it could have been any one of those. The Leopard was long, as I mentioned, but I really was never bored. The cinematography, the costumes, the set, all gorgeous. This film is an adaptation of the 1958 novel of the same title by Giuseppe Tomasi de Lampedusa. 
I think I'm saying his last name correctly, Lampedusa. It reminded me a little bit of 2001 A Space Odyssey, and you're going to have to bear with me on that one. The first time I saw 2001 A Space Odyssey, I didn't know what the heck was happening. Then I read the book and then went back and watched the movie again. So I went from not liking the movie at all, well, I mean, it was okay, but I didn't know what was happening. I went from not liking the movie to loving the movie because I had more information. The Leopard was the same. I haven't read the book. I'm going to have to go back to see what I'm missing and then come back and watch the movie again. The film meanders for most of the time. You know, things just happen. A dead soldier is found in Prince Selena's garden, signaling that the revolution has reached their area. The prince's nephew, Takridi, is joining General Garibaldi's red shirts against King Francis II of the two Sicilies. So there is much ado about the dreaded Garibaldi. Specifically, there's a lot coming from the prince's wife, who is very dramatic and, and, and sensitive and devout. The prince knows that his way of life will eventually change, but there is no use wringing your hands over it. And so he decides to go visit his mistress. His wife certainly knows what he is planning to do, uh, even though the prince will be accompanied by his ever-present chaplain of Selena, Father Peroni. Father Peroni also knows what the prince is up to and chastises him a little bit. Again, the prince doesn't seem to care because the wife is so devout that she even crosses herself after he kisses her goodnight and mentions that he has never seen anything above the navel. Things happen, but there's no real plot. It's like a snapshot about the royal life of this particular family in Sicily and how everything they held dear would change soon. It changes in small ways that the prince notices, but it's never anything like getting burned out of their palazzo. The scenes I most enjoyed were set at the ball, which is like the last third of the movie, where Angelica is coming out to society. Claudine Cardinale shines brightest here as she makes her entrance in the white ball gown. The majority of the women attending the ball are gorgeous. I mean, it's Sicily. But she manages to still have all eyes on her, including the princes. Between the prince, Tancredi, and Angelica, it is clear that if someone had allowed it, she would have been the prince's instead of his nephew's. But the prince knows that his time in the sun is ending. Not much is said during the last section of the movie, but there is plenty to see and hear. I almost fell out of my seat when I saw Nino Rota was the composer. His name didn't turn up until the opening theme had already begun. I had noticed that the music was so beautiful, and when it was revealed that he was a composer, I was like, yes! I adored his scores for the Godfather franchise and Franco Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet. Kudos also to cinematographer Giuseppe Rotono, specifically for the opening shots of the Selena Palazzo, the war scenes, and the scenes at the ballroom. Piero Tosi was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Costume. He didn't win, but he deserved that nomination. Wow, he really went all out. The Leopard was not nominated for an Academy Award, but they were up against nominees America, America, How the West Was Won, Cleopatra, and Lilies of the Field. And the winner that year was Tom Jones. The big question, was the Leopard worthy of being on the greatest movies of all time list? I say yes. I was thinking about the movie for hours and the days after, and it has made me a little more interested in seeing more of Burt Lancaster. 
Next time, I will talk about number three on the American Film Institute list, the 1971 action thriller film, The French Connection, directed by William Friedkin and starring Gene Hackman. Let me know your thoughts about The Leopard and leave them on my Cinematic Bucket List Facebook page or on the Twitter or X or whatever page. I would really be interested in hearing what you thought. Do you think it was worthy of the list, mainly? What did you think of the music, the costumes, and Burt Lancaster? This has been my Cinematic Bucket List. I'm your host, Valerie Higgs. Thank you to the podcast host platform Spotify for podcasters, which makes it ridiculously easy to start a podcast. Thanks also to Soundstripe, which is where I found this theme music composed by Falls. And thank you for continuing to listen. If you liked today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and share with your friends. Thank you in advance, and I'll see you next time.